Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So I'm a really big football fan, but unfortunately, the teams that I root for are not doing so hot this year. Well, for the most part, it's been a rough decade for me. However, I still root for my teams and I'm very excited. I'm not even going to touch my NFL teams because that has been just a massive letdown for years and years. However, my favorite college team, which also has been kind of disappointing, has been Miami Hurricanes. And... While looking for some tickets, I realized that I was using my Web3 skill set and it was very similar to looking for NFTs. I realized the parallel between the secondary markets for tickets and the secondary markets for NFTs. So today, I thought it would have been very good to highlight those similarities, especially when it comes to relating this information to other people that might think we're just crazy and we're dabbling in something that is just Web3 specific and has no real world parallel. So I'll be going to Florida for Thanksgiving. And that is my favorite holiday. That's one of the downsides of moving to Jamaica because there is no Thanksgiving in Jamaica as far as the holiday goes. Turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing, all that stuff. What I'm really looking forward to. And I've missed it a couple years now because of all the pandemics, the shutdown and everything. I haven't been traveling. So just great to get back on that. But what I noticed is the last home game for the season falls during that weekend of Thanksgiving. So I decided to start to look for some tickets in order to go to that game. Now, this will actually be my first game in person at the stadium. So I thought it would have been just really great to check that out, go up there for Thanksgiving, go to the stadium. That would have been pretty awesome. So, of course, as I'm browsing around, I'm looking at StubHub, Ticketmaster, and all the other secondary markets trying to figure this out. And I realized it felt exactly like browsing Magic Eden and OpenSea, trying to find NFTs. Some parallels that I found... The team itself is like the project or the lab. So if you're trying to get into a Yuga Labs project, of course, with the board apes and so forth, that is what the Miami Hurricanes would be. And then the collection would be like the game. So as far as going back to the whole Yuga Labs thing, that would be the entire collection of all those different parts they have. Of course, they have the board apes, they have the mutant apes, the dogs, the crypto punts, the mebix, all these, these different things. Of course, the other side land. So that is like trying to get into each of the individual games. Now, when you actually get into that particular collection, which would be, in this case, the game Miami Hurricanes versus the Pittsburgh Panthers on the weekend of Thanksgiving. So when I hit the secondary markets and I'm looking at the tickets, I realize that there is a minimum, which is like the floor price of getting into that game. The cheapest tickets that I absolutely found were at $31. And in the case of NFTs, that would be the cheapest price to get into that particular collection. Then, of course, when it comes to actually selecting the tickets, once I get to the game that I want... I'm going to have to find the section that I want to sit. And this would be like the trait groups in each of these collections. So going to the NFTs, let's say I'm in the Bored Apes. I might want one with a captain's hat. That is specific traits that I'm looking for. So in the case of looking at the tickets, I want to sit on the home side of the stadium and I don't want to be all the way up in what they call the nosebleed sections where it's so high up in the stadium that the air is thin and they get the whole uh, nosebleed effect like you're on top of a mountain. That's where they call it the nosebleed section. I want to be down closer to the team and I want to be on the Miami Hurricane sideline. So that is a very specific parameters that I'm putting into the search. And that would be like browsing the different traits when I'm selecting. I want the board apes. I want the captain's hat and so forth and just narrowing down the search. And then within those parameters, there is another floor price would be the trait floor price. And I said it was $31, the lowest ticket to get into the stadium. Well, in the particular section that I want to sit, the lowest one is $151. So that is the trait floor price. And as I'm looking around and looking at all these 
different things and filtering out what I want. It's like, I also noticed a couple things. I noticed that there are patterns that are very similar in both markets. And as far as with the NFT markets, something I've highlighted uh, several times on the show is with a Sloan Burn project, meaning that a project that doesn't mint out automatically on day one, and it is taking some time to mint out, there usually is a price drop. People that mint in early, thinking that it's going to be a quick flip, and then they realize, no, this is going to take a while. Well, they try to exit the project, and they might actually put it on the floor below what they actually minted it for, even before the art reveals or anything, because they want to move on. They don't want to get tied up into a quote-unquote slow burn project. They want a quick flip, so they want to go on to the next thing. They want to free back up their capital, and they move on. So sometimes with those projects, you can actually, for example, let's say something's minting for 0.05, well, it doesn't mint out automatically. A couple days later, you might be able to get it for 0.04 or 0.03 as those people move on to the next project. However, with a project that mints out, there is that pre-reveal pump, meaning that before the art is revealed, usually there's like a 24-hour or 48-hour period or whatever, depending on the project and what kind of art it is, because if it's 3D, it's going to take a little bit longer. If it's just regular 2D, well, that's easier and quick. But normally there is a pump, meaning that People are excited to be in a sold out project. And when they are looking at the art, they know that there's a possibility that they get something rare. So they're willing to pay a premium. They're willing to pay a lot more than what it was minted for. And especially about six, seven months ago or so, normally when a project would mint out, you'd see a pump of two, maybe three X, sometimes even more. I remember with Women Tribe, for example, they were minting at 0.03 and the pre-revealed art went up to about 0.4. It was absolutely pretty crazy. So depending what it is, how much hype is around it, celebrities, influencers, and all that, that was really the trend. So knowing that once it was minted out, before the art revealed, there was a huge spike. But then shortly after that, once the art revealed, people realized that they didn't get a rare one, they would dump them on the floor. There would be a price drop. And that was pretty much the trend right through the year. Now, as it relates to sports tickets, there is also trends that I've noticed. For example, when it comes to a rival game, regardless of how the team is doing for the entire year, what the other tickets are selling for, a huge game such as Miami versus Florida State, those tickets are going to be more expensive than all the other games. People are very excited to play against the rivals, and it's like a big game. It doesn't matter if both teams have not won a single game for the entire year. Well, when it comes to rivalry week, it's like the Super Bowl or the championship game because both fan bases are very excited and the stadium is going to sell out. However, with the other games now, it really is based on fluctuating demand, and you just never really know. It's not like a rival game where you just know everyone's going to stay up, show up to the stadium. So usually when there is a bad season, there is a price drop, right? People are just so bummed out and disappointed. For example, this week, the Hurricanes lost to some no-name Tennessee team. I mean, I mean, they played down to the competition and now they're two and two, two wins, two losses. And the fan base is very disappointed. So as far as the season now goes, all those games going forward, if they're not big games, there's going to be less interest, less attendance, and guess what's going to happen? The price of those games, those tickets are going to fall. Now, as far as an undefeated team, when the team is humming along, the fan base is really excited, everything they do is just great, and the times are good. This happened a few years ago when they went right into the last game undefeated. Well, every game was going to be sold out. All the fans were excited. They're showing up at the stadium, and those tickets were very hard to get a hold of. However, even in the event of not being undefeated, let's say you have a two 
loss team like we have right now and they end up winning out for the rest of the season while that last game there's going to be a surge for it because this has playoff implications it's going to really show if this team is going to go somewhere in the postseason possibly get a trophy at the end of the year bowl games and all sorts of crazy things so that's going to surge the pricing now i'm showing all of this because all those pattern it really doesn't matter which team it is just like how with the nft the patterns that i mentioned doesn't matter which project or collection it is it's just a pattern that you kind of see across the board when you're looking at the secondary markets so as far as going back to the whole sports thing just like i can anticipate the drops in a particular project i can also anticipate the drops in sports tickets and sports tickets usually also have a huge price drop closer to the game. So let's say that last game is coming up and the price tickets surge to $100 a ticket, let's just say. Well, two, three days before the game, you're gonna notice that the price is going to start to fall. The reason being is whoever's holding that ticket, the reason why they're probably selling it is because they're not attending the game. Maybe they were trying to get a flip or whatever it might be. And as that game approaches, they don't wanna get stuck with it because it has zero value after that game. So they will lower the price. So you'll notice that even even for a big game, the hours leading up to the game, you'll start to see massive price drops, hoping that someone can unload it to whoever might be in the area, just maybe a local person that didn't have tickets yet and they want to get into the game. And that is what they're going to do, just drop that price massively. So that is like when an NFT project has some sort of drop or some sort of event associated with it. Maybe it's an airdrop or a token release, land claim, something of that nature. And it's time sensitive. As that event on the roadmap is approaching, there's going to be huge anticipation. And then once it's gone, guess what's going to happen? It's not going to have that same value anymore. The price is going to drop significantly. So a lot of the times you can see a run up in the price leading up to it. And then there's a little bit of panic and saying, well, I don't want to get stuck with this thing because if I don't have it sold before this event happens, then the value is going to drop significantly. So you might see something go up double the price right before it and then start to creep down slowly. And as that event approaches, then of course, it drops significantly. So very similar. So a lot of people might look at this and say what we are doing over in Web3 is only specific to NFTs and absolutely crazy. There's no real world model that can even compare to what we're doing. It is complete speculation and just complete madness and nothing of value really operates in this market. Well, that is not true. And I just gave one example right there. This is Ticketmaster and StubHub, the secondary markets for a sporting event. But really it happens for the same thing as far as concert tickets or any live event for that matter. But even on a different level, if you're ever on Uber or Lyft or any of those ride sharing apps, well, let's just say there is a surge for a demand, like a train came in, a concert got out, a party ended, and a lot of people are trying to get Ubers and Lyfts at that particular time. The price is going to surge across the entire app. So that specific area within like, say a couple mile radius or whatever it might be of that event, you're going to notice that all of those drivers are in high demand and the price goes up. So surge pricing is not just limited to NFTs and events. It really happens all across the board, airline tickets, hotels, you name it. So I just thought it was very cool that I was using the same exact skill sets, the analysis and techniques for NFTs in order to get into this game at a very reasonable price. Now, as I said, based on how things are going with the season, not so hot. I'm thinking the closer to the game that the price is going to drop significantly. So it might be a little bit of a gamble, but I truly believe that it would be better for me to hold out and then I'll get a good deal. But here's the other side too. If they do end up winning out and just doing amazing, well, it's a win-win for me because I'm going to be happy that my team is doing better. Sure, I'm going to have to pay a little bit more for the tickets, but I would much rather my team doing really well, getting good, 
entering at a good time and having a massive amount of fans in the stadium and just having a game of my life rather than getting some, I don't know, $2 discount tickets and I'm the only one in the stadium. That would be pretty miserable. So I'd love to know what your thoughts are as far as any other parallels that you might see between uh, the NFT markets and any other area for that matter. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter if you think of any other parallels. I'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, concerns. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.